0: You're listening to the KCAC Beat. Now introducing your host, Hans Nickel. Good morning and welcome to the KCAC Beat. My name is Hans Nickel, Assistant Commissioner for Operations here at the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference. It is Tuesday, November 29th. 2022 we're here for the kcac women's basketball scoreboard of course we didn't have a weekend scoreboard podcast as being the holiday weekend nobody in action over the weekend Uh, Besides a couple exhibition games, which I'll give you the uh, results of those exhibition games, but no stats from those. So in terms of exhibitions, uh, Avila traveled to Missouri Western State in an exhibition, lost 36-94. Tabor traveled to Fort Hayes State University and in an exhibition, lost 51-65. Of course, exhibitions do not count on the overall record. (laughs) So those were uh, exhibition games, not actual countable contests uh, that happened on Saturday. But this week in the KCAC is a big week. It's one of our three game weeks. So we have had games last night on Monday night, games again on Thursday and again on Saturday in the conference. We'll plan on a scoreboard podcast after each of those uh, game dates. But uh, without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the Monday Night Conference Women's Basketball Scoreboard. This is the KCAC Scoreboard. There were six games in action last night on Monday night across the conference in women's basketball. So let's go ahead and jump into those six games. We will start first in Winfield, Kansas, where the Warriors of Sterling College went on the road to take on the home Southwestern College Mound Builders. Uh, This game ends in a Sterling victory, uh, runs away with this one, 83 to 58. Sterling using a big third quarter at uh, the Warriors one twenty nine to nine uh, to Take that victory there was one tie six lead changes in this one The largest lead change or largest lead for Southwestern coming in the first quarter Their largest lead was three Sterling's uh, largest lead was 25 that came towards the end of the game in the fourth quarter Sterling used 48.5% uh, shooting in the game to get to the victory here. They were 33 of 68. Outshot Southwestern 68 attempts to 54 attempts. Southwestern 19 of 54 from the field, uh, 30. Uh, Southwestern did shoot the three ball well, took 24 of them uh, on nearly half of the shots. Not quite half of the shots, but close to half the shots Southwestern took were three pointers. They made nine of those 24, 38% from the field. Sterling made seven of 17 threes, 41% from the three point line. Um, Free throws. Sterling was 10 of 12. 83% as a team, Southwestern 11 of 18, 61% as a team. Sterling won the rebounding battle 33-30, but you really see Sterling uh, rack up the assists in this one. They had 24 assists total as a team. Uh, Southwestern had only six. Sterling was able to take 18 Southwestern turnovers and turn it into 19 Points. Sterling turning the ball on over only seven times in this game. Sterling won the second chance point battle 6-0. Won points in the paint 46-20. to 20, And won bench points 18-2 as the Lady Warriors come away with the victory. Looking at individual performances, Southwestern College, um, only one player scored off the bench, but their leading scorer, in the game was starter macy pond had 19 points four boards one block in the game also in double figures from the starting lineup was brianna williams 14 points uh, and one assist in the game out of the starting lineup Deshonda hunt had 10 rebounds along with seven points in this one their one score off of the bench for the builders was maddie jones Uh, She scored two off of the bench in this one. Sterling had four players in double figures, all of those coming from the starting lineup leading. Sterling was Carson Schultz, had 18 points, six boards and assists, and two steals in this one. Uh, Bethany Stuckey had 14 points, seven boards, two assists, and a steal. Bailey Albright, 13 points. Seven assists, one rebound, two steals in this one. And then Callie Breyer, 12 points, one rebound, three assists, one steal as the other player in double figures. Leading scorer off of the bench for Sterling was Faith Martin. In 10 minutes went four or five from the field, scored nine points, also had two rebounds. And this one as Sterling goes on the road and gets the one runaway victory in Winfield again that final 83 to 58 for our next game we head out to lindsburg kansas where bethany college hosted ottawa university and the home team the swedes get the victory here 71 to 54 bethany jumped out 12 9 in the first quarter but then used a 21 to 10 second quarter to really take control of this game Uh, there's one tie no lead changes in this one bethany leads it the whole way Uh, gets their largest lead of 23 in the fourth quarter uh, as the swedes uh, roll on to victory here bethany outshot ottawa seventy. Field goal attempts to 45 field goal attempts. Bethany 27 of 70 from the field, 39%, Ottawa 17 of 44, 38%. Uh, similar three-point shooting. Ottawa's three of 13. Bethany four of 19 from the three-point line. Ottawa went 17 of 29 from the free throw lines right at 59% for the team. Bethany 13 of 16. as a team, Bethany out rebounds Ottawa 37 to 29. Uh, Ottawa turns the ball over 29 times, leading to 27 Swede points. A lot of turnovers in this one as Ottawa turned it over 29, Bethany 20. um, Points in the paint was tied at 20 apiece. Bench points, Bethany's bench outscores Ottawa's bench 35 to 21. Looking at individual performances, uh, three players in double figures for Ottawa out of the starting lineup. Nicole Brown led the team in scoring with 13 points, added five boards and a block in this one. Jayla Johnson out of the starting lineup scored 10 with five rebounds and a steal. Leading scorer off of the bench for Ottawa was Sierra Brown. She had 10 points. Eight rebounds, three assists, a steal uh, in this one as well for Ottawa. Uh, Double-figure scores for Bethany. There were three of them out of the starting lineup. Autumn Garrett and Emily Weathers scored in double figures. Autumn Garrett led the team with 16 points, added a rebound, four assists, and two steals in this one. Emily Weathers, 14 points, six boards, and three steals off of the bench. Armani pulling 15 points, two boards, one assist, one steal as Bethany uh, gets the easy home victory. For our next game, we head out to York, Nebraska, where the York University Panthers played hosts to the Tabor College Blue Jays. Tabor College goes on the road and gets the 72-59 victory here. Tabor jumped out early. Uh, with a twenty one to seven first quarter really took control. And this game saw no ties, did see one lead change early in the first quarter. Uh, so York's largest lead was two points, and that was with nine minutes to go in the first quarter. Uh, uh, Tabor eventually builds this one to their largest lead of twenty nine. That came with eight forty one left in the fourth quarter and Tabor comes away with the the victory here Tabor goes 22 of 52 from the field 42 percent as a team York goes 19 of 59 32 percent where you see a big difference is in three point shooting here Uh, so York shoots it fairly well as a team from three goes five of 16 31 percent but Taber, holy smoke, 14 of 29 from downtown, 48% as a team. Gets a lot of help from behind the arc uh, in this one. Free throws, Tabor goes 14 of 19, 74% as a team. York goes 16 of 26, 62% of the team. Blue Jays out rebound York 40 to 36, Uh, Tabor turns the ball over 24 times. York is able to turn that into 25 points, uh, but it is not quite enough for York to overcome that three-point shooting by Tabor in this one. Looking at individual performances for the Panthers of York University, two players in double figures out of the starting lineup, Jess McGrath scored 12, grabbed a rebound as well. And then off the bench, Imani Honey led the team in scoring with 15 points, three boards, five assists, two steals. A nice game by Honey in uh, 24 minutes off of the bench. Tabor had three players in double figures, one of those out of the starting lineup. Tegan Wirth uh, scored 13 had a rebound, two assists, and two steals. Then off of the bench, the leading scorer uh, for, um, for Tabor and leading scorer in the game was Maddie McCoy. Had 16 points off the bench for uh, Tabor. That includes four of five from downtown. Added three rebounds and an assist in this one. And then Allie Osterman scored 12 points off of the bench, three of six from downtown, had five rebounds, three assists, and a block for Tabor as the Blue Jays go on the road and get a victory in this one. Our next game. Saw Avila University travel down to Wichita to take on Friends University. The home team gets the victory here, seventy to sixty-one. Friends jumps out early, nineteen to four, in this one takes a lead in the halftime and then just kind of coasts the the rest of the way uh, on the seventy to sixty-one victory for the Falcons. Friends goes. 27 of 57 from the field, 47% as a team. Avila outshoots friends, shoots 64 times, um, only gets uh, 22 of those to fall, 34% as a team. From downtown, Avila was 6 of 25, 24% as a team. Friends, 3 of 13, 23% as a team. From the free throw line, Avila goes 11 of 17, 65% 65% as a team friends shoots a lot 29 of them, but only makes 13 of those 29 45% as a team. Avalo wins the rebounding battle by one 41 to 40. Second chance points in favor of friends, 13 to 11 points in the paint heavily in favor of friends 26 to 14. Looking at individual performances, For Avila, they had the leading scorer in the game, the only player for the Eagles in double figures, which was Hannah Smith. She scored 25 points, had five boards and an assist in 37 minutes of play. A big scoring night for Smith. For Friends, they had three players in double figures out of the starting lineup, Taylor Jackson has a double-double, 15 points, 11 boards, 1 assist, 4 steals, 3 blocks. A big game by Jackson. Uh, Bridget Busby also scores in double figures out of the starting lineup. 14 points, 5 boards, 4 assists, 2 steals. And this one in the leading score for the Falcons came off the bench. It's Rylan Garner, 20 points, 7 boards, Two steals in 25 minutes of play as the home team Falcons get the 71-61 to 61 victory over Avila. Uh, fifth game of the night saw the University of St. Mary. The Spires travel to McPherson to take on McPherson College. And the Bulldogs, St. Mary, jumps ahead early 20-14 in the first quarter. McPherson uses a 15 to 9 second quarter, then a 22 to 19 third quarter, grabs the lead, and McPherson holds on and wins this one in a close game, 68 to 61. This game saw four ties, just one lead change. Uh, largest lead for St. Mary was 11. Largest lead for McPherson was nine. St. Mary goes 19 of 59 from the field, 32% as a team. McPherson 20 of 61, 33% as a team. St. Mary takes 33s in this one, makes 8 of those, 27% from behind the arc. McPherson only takes 8, converts 3 of those, 38% as a team. Free throws plays a difference in this one, as uh, McPherson makes 10 more free throws than St. Mary. St. Mary goes 15 of 21, 71% as a team. McPherson goes 25 of 37, 68% as a team. St. Mary out, rebounds McPherson in this one, 42 to 33, uh, but turns the ball over 19 times, which leads to 18 McPherson points. Second chance points in favor of St. Mary, 7-3. Points in the paint in favor of McPherson, 16-14. Bench points nearly even. St. Mary wins it by a point, 22-21, but it's not enough to overcome that bulldog attack. Uh, That ends with a McPherson 68-61 victory. Uh, Players in double figures for the Spires, both out of the starting lineup. Jerrica Johnson led the team with 14 points had four boards and assists in this one as well also in double figure was d- double figures was Alanis Delgado 12 points two rebounds four assists leading scorer off the bench for the Spires was Jimmy Arnold eight points one steal in the game for McPherson Three players in double figures all out of the starting lineup. Leading scorer in the game was uh, Madison Moses, 19 points, eight boards, one steal in this one. Um, Diamond um, McEareth, 15 points, seven boards, four assists, two steals for the Bulldogs. Madeline Hankins, 10 points, three boards, two assists, three steals. Leading scorer off the bench for McPherson was... Ariana Phillips, nine points in this one off the bench as the Bulldogs get the close victory, 68 to 61 over St. Mary. Our final game of the night featured the Oklahoma Wesleyan University Eagles traveling to North Newton to take on Bethel College. Uh, And it is the Eagles that are able to go on the road and get the victory here, 74 to 68. Uh, Bethel leading into halftime, but uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan using a 26-17 third quarter and a 21-17 fourth quarter to take the victory here. This game saw uh, Bethel build a large lead to 10 as their largest lead. Oklahoma Wesleyan the same. Largest lead was 10, but it is that second half that propels Oklahoma Wesleyan to the victory in this one, 74 to 68. Oklahoma Wesleyan, 25 of 62 from the field, uh, 40% as a team. Bethel was 28 of 61, 46% shooting as a team. From downtown, Oklahoma Wesleyan hits 11 three-pointers, goes 11 of 27, 41% as a team. Bethel goes four of 17. 24% as a team from the free throw line Oklahoma Wesleyan makes 13 out of 16 81% Bethel 8 of 12 67% the rebounding battles won by the Threshers 41 to 32 Bethel turns the ball over 17 times and Oklahoma Wesleyan is able to convert those 17 turnovers into 20 points Oklahoma Wesleyan turns it over 11 times Bethel only able to get eight points off of those turnovers. Uh, Second chance points in favor of Bethel, 10 to 9. Points in the paint in favor of Bethel, 44 to 28. But that three-point shooting um, really pays dividends for Oklahoma Wesleyan in this one as they get the road victory. Leading score um, for Bethel and in the game. Came off of the bench. Jasmine Pete, 23 points off the bench for the Threshers. 12 rebounds, a double-double. Big game by Pete. Also in double figures out of the starting lineup was J.C. Freshour. 12 points, two boards, two assists, two steals, two blocks. And Carly Robb scored 10, had five rebounds, a steal, and a block. And this one for the Threshers. Oklahoma Wesleyan had... Four players in double figures, three of them out of the starting lineup, included Jessica Gilliard, 13 points, 11 boards, a double-double, also added six assists, a steal, and two blocks. Sierra Johnson scored 12, had an assist and a steal, and Tanaja Mitchell, 10 points, two boards, one assist, three steals in this one. Leading scorer, though, for Oklahoma Wesleyan comes off the bench. Zariah Tillman scores 21 including three of six from downtown, grabs five boards, adds an assist and a steal in 36 minutes of play, even though came off the bench, had the most minutes of play in this one did Tillman, and those 21 points leading Oklahoma Wesleyan to the 74-68 victory. So let's take a look at the current standings as we head into the week. Uh, there's still two remaining unbeaten teams in conference. It is Bethany leading the conference at 4-0, followed by Tabor At 3-0, Ottawa is 3-1, and then Friends, Sterling, and Kansas Wesleyan are each 2-1. McPherson and Oklahoma Wesleyan are each 2-2, and St. Mary, York, Bethel, and Avila are all at 1-3. Southwestern, the only team so far yet to record a conference victory on the women's side at 0-4 and, and that brings us to the end of the KCAC women's basketball scoreboard the next slate of conference games comes on Thursday as teams will be in action again Thursday night, it'll start at 5pm as Bethel College will travel to Ottawa University in conference play, then the remaining games are all six o'clock starts friends will travel to oklahoma Wesleyan. kansas Wesleyan will travel to avila bethany college will travel to the university of saint mary southwestern college will travel to Tabor, and mcpherson college will travel to sterling college those games again should all be available on the kcac digital network you can watch those live so again that bethel Ottawa game, the first one of the day at 5 p.m. The rest are 6 p.m. starts. A good opportunity to watch some high quality NAI basketball as these KCAC schools all face off on Thursday. Uh, we'll have a Friday KCAC beat podcast uh, that will recap those games and also look forward to the Saturday matchups. As again, it is a three game week in the KCAC. But that does bring us to the end of today's KCAC Beat Podcast. Make sure you catch all of our podcasts coming out today. There's this women's basketball scoreboard podcast. There's a men's basketball scoreboard podcast. Players of the Week are announced as well as a news and notes podcast. for total podcasts coming out from the conference here today on Tuesday. But go- thank you for listening Uh, To today's podcast. If you like the podcast, do make sure to like and subscribe on Apple Music, um, Amazon, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure that you are subscribing to catch all of the most recent content on the KCAC beat. But for everyone here at the KCAC, I am Hans Nichols saying thank you for listening and have a great day. You've been listening to the KCAC Beat. For more information on the KCAC, go to www.kcacsports.com.